Welcome to the Doctor and the Dietitian podcast. This is Dr. Brian, board-certified pediatrician. And I'm Heather, registered dietitian nutritionist. Each episode, we dive into pediatric health and nutrition hot topics. Our goal is to help your family cut through the noise of the food and medical world. We want to empower you to have freedom and grace in raising your children to be healthy in all aspects of their life. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're recording episode number 15 and we're going to be talking about meal planning. Yeah, we are excited to jump in. We're kind of going to brain dump on you all and share all of our best kept meal planning secrets. So many secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready to have your mind blown. So that, I want to ask you, Brian. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have any good stories about like a cooking fail on your part? I don't fail that often. So. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. Well, I remember one. I don't remember whose fault it was. And it wasn't this year. It was like a good year or two ago. Yeah, but it fine. was a St. Patrick's Day meal. And we tried mm-hmm. to do corned beef and cabbage. And I don't oh, know yes. how we messed it up because... You literally just put it in a crock pot and turn it on in the morning, but somehow we messed it up and it was not not good or not done and something was wrong and we went and got sushi instead. That's right. So it was sushi for St. Patrick's Day. I mean, it's fine. We tried. Yeah. Do what you can. E for effort. Mm. What about you? Um, The one that always stands out is a meal I tried to make like shortly after we were married. Mm -hmm. So within that first year and I was prepping and making a wonderful salmon dish mm-hmm. and instead of using I think it was chili powder the recipe called for we didn't have it or I just thought oh this will work instead and I used red pepper flakes mm, quite a bit spicier yes and I do I like spicy food no no so that was a major fail but and, I think it was one of those like even if you like spicy foods <laughs> yeah, was, you wouldn't have been able to eat this. it was an inedible yes. inedible yes not unedible right we've had a few through the years i don't i don't know i can't remember I'm, f- I'm always failing at food because i don't really like to follow recipes yeah. you the other day you were like what are you making and i'm like oh this marinade or something and you're like are you following a recipe i'm like nah. i kind of looked <laughs> I at might it i might have looked at a recipe last week but i just like to pour stuff in and then the thing is sometimes that works out good and you then you can't duplicate it right yeah exactly (laughs) or it turns out terrible and you're like oh those things didn't go together right bummer i know well okay we're not going to spend all our time on our failures (laughs) we do do some things we do 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 some things right and for meal planning and trying to get things in order you know we've been doing it for a long time we've almost been married for 13 years and i feel like I have been pretty consistent with meal planning and trying to get a schedule for the majority of that time. Yeah. And when our kids were really little, it didn't uh, change a ton. But now that they're all like school age and older and have opinions and whatever it, you know, every meal counts because they're anticipating a meal, you know, right. it's not like they're an infant or a toddler and you can just pull a jar of baby food off, you know, out oh, of for the, pantry. the kids. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we'll kind of go through um, some of our tips here in just a minute, but just wanted to start with why is meal planning necessary? I mean, if we didn't meal plan, we wouldn't eat in our house. I mean, we the, would, we would, but we would either run out of money from eating out way too much yes, <laughs> or um, 
we would eat, eat cereal and yeah. milk every night. Yeah. So, what, ba- so essentially, if you don't have a plan, then nothing's going to turn out right. And right. Ju- it, I mean, it'd just be super stressful. Yeah. Especially yeah. if, I mean, some people can really like fly by the seat of their pants. But and some people like to like stop at the farmer's market on their way home four times a week. Right. Or shop for all the best deals and go to the stores that have the sales mm-hmm. on Monday at one place and Tuesday at the other place. Yes. And, but typically those aren't busy families with multiple kids and mm-hmm. lots on the schedule, right? Exactly. So Yeah, that sounds glorious to do that someday. I know. Like we talk about maybe one day like when all our kids are gone, we'll go live somewhere really walkable, mm-hmm. like a downtown somewhere and we yeah. could just walk to the go farmers market. Go back to market. the city. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, also with meal planning, it really helps if you have picky eaters. And this is because if you don't, as they get older, they start to voice their opinion. Like we mentioned, we have some of those. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy when your 8, 9, 10-year-old is just whining and complaining to you, telling you what they want to eat every night, which is the same thing every single night. Right. It's so easy to give in to that or to be like, fine, I'll have that as a side or whatever, when you don't have like something else set in place. Right. Because if you have a plan, you just say, nope, this is what we're having tonight. Mm-hmm. And it can just be matter of fact and you move on and mm-hmm. it's great because otherwise with our kids, there would be no variety if we exactly. let them pick all the time, right? right? So They'd it really want helps. mac and cheese mm-hmm. and french fries all the time. <laughs> Every single Three night. meals a day. Yes, you know, so. definitely. Yeah. yeah. So it really helps give those kiddos variety. Mm-hmm. And when we're telling those older kiddos who want specific food, nope, that's not on the menu tonight. But that's a great meal idea. Let's plan it for next Wednesday. And I can like look into the future and think like, okay, if you're setting the precedent now that there's a schedule and a plan, Mm -hmm. when they're old enough to start kind of helping with making the meals for the family and there's something planned ahead of time, I feel like they're much more likely to get into that mix of like, hey, I would love to make mac and cheese. Well, okay, then make it for the whole family. And why right. don't you plan on doing that Thursday when you get home mm-hmm. from your baseball practice or whatever? Totally. You know? No, I totally have like visions of that, of like assigning each kid a night where like it's your job to now to plan this meal. Here's yeah. all the components, you know, go yeah. through my whole nutrition spiel. With <laughs> <laughs> no, I know some big families with, you know, lots of kids and mm-hmm. that's what they do. That's super Because they smart. have several like high school and middle school aged kids in the house all at once and they just split up the work. And yeah. You get used to eating what the kids make. Yeah. So. I mean, if you train them and teach them, then hopefully they'll just get better at Yeah, cooking and that's too. the other part is like I grew up in a house where we did a lot of cooking at home and I was the only child, so I was around it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up with an interest in cooking and baking um, and that a lot of that comes from just my parents. Um, yeah. We didn't eat out a ton and we did a lot at home mm-hmm. and we like to try a lot of different types of foods and cook with variety and... Um, not just traditional kind of American fare. And so when I moved out and went to college and was living in my own apartment, you know, I had roommates that were like top ramen and mac and cheese in the cabinet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like planning my meals, my fruits and veggies that I'm going to pick up at the grocery store for the week, you know, and had like a meal plan. Yeah, um, you're so good. Remember one of the first like dates or times that like we hung out, you had uh, me over with, and you brought my roommate too. Hmm. We were still living in the dorm, and you brought us to your apartment, and you made us like a home cooked meal because the 
college we went to, every Sunday night they closed the cafeteria at yeah. noon. And so Sunday nights, college Usually kids. Usually you ate out yeah. because you didn't have another way to Usually, prep I your mean, meal. We maybe ate like frosted mini wheats dipped in <laughs> peanut butter or something. <laughs> you was... could go to the subway on campus and yes. still get a sandwich on Sundays. Yes. But... but so anyway, you brought us to your apartment and made us this like delicious like crusted chicken and hmm. and like I think like green beans, like, you know, fresh cut green beans, not canned. <laughs> what? Um, and I was oh, I must have made smitten. a good impression. Wow. Smitten. I'm like keeping this guy because he knows how to cook. Nice. And I, I still love cooking. You do. So. But again, if you don't have a plan, cooking isn't as fun because mm-hmm. you're stressed. You get halfway through the recipe and then you realize an ingredient's missing or right. something and you're like, oh no, I can't finish this. Which that can happen sometimes even yeah. if you do plan, but it's fine. Okay. So having a plan is important. Yes. What are some of the tips and tricks that you've kind of identified to be most helpful over the years? Yeah. So, okay, before I even start like picking out specific meals that I'm going to eat or that we're going to eat throughout the week, I try and just like think through our big picture schedule. So what do we have going on for this week? Do we, are we working late on one night or are you not going to be home one night? Um, you know, are you on call at the hospital? What does that look like? Is it just me and the kids? Um, are, do the, one of the kids have practice late? So it's going to be like easy meal. So anyway, looking at those, at those upcoming calendar issues and then being able to schedule like, okay, I need three or four or maybe five, like super easy, quick meals mm. so yeah. i have so that you can in my break mind up, like the quick ones on the mm-hmm. nights that you're busy and maybe something that takes more prep time or cook time on days when like both of us are home and we can kind of manage that throughout the day right yeah yes so that's my first thing and then i try, like to look at okay what do we already have in our house mm-hmm. like what do we have that's going to go bad what meat is like stuck in the corner of the freezer that I need Mm -hmm. to use Sure. and, or like, you know, what even canned food do I have in the pantry that has been in there that I could use up? Yeah. All that kind of stuff is helpful to like point you in a direction. And so what do you do? You just kind of look at the ingredients and then kind of think in your mind, like what's a dish that would use this ingredient kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, you know, knew we had a lot of chicken left and maybe like an excessive amount of canned beans, I might think like, oh, chicken chili sounds really good. Like I'll put those things together or something like that, you know, or honestly, there's a certain fruit or vegetable that's going to go bad in a day or two. And I have Googled those things too, like an asparagus recipe Mm -hmm. and then, you know, because it was the ingredient. Yeah. The ingredient I needed. So that can be helpful. Then the other thing I like to plan is, um, well, I like to quickly look at like the weather. (laughs) (laughs) which sounds funny but it's just this thought of if it's gonna snow or is really cold one day and i didn't didn't know that it was going to turn cold if i had like a salad planned for dinner yeah not as appetizing something warm and Mm -hmm. hearty yeah and vice versa yeah so well and that's more important in parts of the country where we have four seasons and the weather can change quickly yeah you know like growing up in arizona yeah it's hot and sunny every day (laughs) we had salads every single meal (laughs) and popsicles never sounded good to have a stew (laughs) that is true yeah um and then lastly before even or maybe just in the process of of meal planning thinking about when am i grocery shopping and where am I going to do that grocery shopping? Now for me, for us, for our family schedule and lifestyle, 
I like to do all that on Sunday. So I make the meal plan and I grocery shop on Sunday. And when I say grocery shop, I use that term very loosely because I probably haven't regularly, and I mean like every week, gone to a grocery store for probably... At least five years. Five years. (laughs) Whenever uh, free grocery ordering became a thing, we stopped shopping. Exactly. Because when it started, you were in residency Mm-hmm. And I had two babies under two mm-hmm. and I didn't want to take them grocery shopping. Yeah. It was terrible. So yeah. anyway, that has just kind of become our norm. Now I'll supplement sometimes since we moved um, to a new state here in Idaho, we, we decided to uh, get a Costco membership. So mm-hmm. we add that in, but usually that's only it's once like a one, month. One, yeah, exactly. If that. Maybe and the Costco runs month. more to like fill up on bulk items and snack stuff. Right. It's not really part of like the weekly menu planning mm-hmm. routine. It's stuff sure. I have and then we can add into our meal plan, but mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, a restocking. So once a week I order my groceries and then I have it to pick up the next day. Yeah. That's, that's what works for us. Yeah. And I used to go to a couple different grocery stores yeah, I think before we feasible. had kids, you know, we would do like go to some of like the a certain store for like bulk items that yeah. were maybe cheaper, and then we go to another store for like more of the fresh produce and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but now it's just keep it as simple as possible, right? Yeah, trying. Yeah, you'll make your life so much easier. You know. Yeah. Okay. okay. So where? How do you come up with recipes? Like, I so mean, if it's Sunday yeah. and you're like thinking through the week and you're like, okay. I need three good recipes. Two of them need to be quick ones. Right. And you're like, I'm sick of the same stuff. I'm what do you do? Sure. I mean, do you have, do you, I mean, do you go to cookbooks? Do you look mm-hmm. online? Do you just kind of always go back to the same stuff? Right. So throughout the years, I've kept a binder of favorite foods or favorite meals that we've made Meaning before. like recipes people have shared with you mm-hmm. or things you've tried and really liked. You've yeah. printed them off. And- One's... Yeah, I have one specific binder that's just for things that we've actually tried. Okay. Like, I have cooked it. It has been good. I put it in this binder. And you write your little notes on yes. there of, like, little tweaks you've made. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and then, so I that might be the place I start. I flip through that, see what sounds good, what doesn't, um, pick from that. And then I kind of have, like, a running list of, like, staples in my mind of, like, what's a quick meal? Spaghetti, uh, tacos, um... And those are my two big ones. <laughs> Spaghetti and tacos or nachos. Yeah. Maybe some chicken with the uh, roasted vegetable on the side or something. Oh, my chicken sausage. That's another like, yeah, that's staple one. one. Yeah. But I think through those like super fast ones. And then um, then I do have like a Pinterest board where I, I there are recipes that I just haven't printed off. So it's mm-hmm. like a tried and true recipe list though. Mm-hmm. That it's ones I've tried that I know that are slam dunks. Yeah when I make them. So going through that, do you ever look for recipes? I, I rarely go to the cookbooks. I feel like I'm just like a pull out my phone and type in the buzzwords yes. into Google. And mm-hmm. then I usually when it pops up, it pops up with a few pictures at the top, but it'll say like, oh, this one's been reviewed 10 times and is four out of five stars. And this one's been reviewed 400 times and is four out of five. Right. And I go with the 400 one because I'm like, more it's, people yeah, yeah, yeah. have so, liked it um and but i'm also the type that'll like look at that and then be like oh i'm missing an ingredient here or there but i could substitute this and i'm just gonna go for it mm-hmm. um but I, I mean 
the the initial thought about how to cook the meal comes from just a quick Google search. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, okay, and then I like to look. I like to follow kind of a loose framework, and this is you can take it and leave it or leave it. This is not like a do or die. People have I mean, to none follow of this. this. Is. No, <laughs> but I just mean you know people are like die on this hill of like this is what we do and this is what will make your life so what easier. Do we do? <laughs> this is what Tell I do. Tell them what we do. <laughs> I choose one meatless meal a week, one fish meal a week. I add in a kid favorite dish a week, and then at least one uh, meal that contains like a lean protein. So meaning like ground turkey or chicken. And then any other meals avail- that are left open, I fill them, when, fill them in with whatever. So if we're doing steak or ground beef or whatever, that's why I just add in that lean protein so that I know I'm not eating like red meat every single night of the week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... And we like variety too. So I think the other part of that is like we don't necessarily love to eat like three Mexican dishes in a week. Right. So it's like if you're going to do tacos one day and you need something for later in the week, now you're thinking about, okay, well, how could I make like an Asian dish or something totally different exactly. to mix things up? Yeah. So it's not three stir fries and two Mexican dishes or something all right. back to back to back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like my loose framework that we do. And then, like you said, I like to pick from those main like um, other country cuisines like you know Indian food or Asian or Mexican or Italian or to kind of fill in the gaps mm-hmm. yeah and another big thing I do to like fill in gaps is to utilize leftovers mm-hmm. I try yep. to plan at least twice a week where I'm like making a meal intended to eat another time like for another dinner. And sometimes it's literally just reheating everything. Exactly. And other times it's like repurposing the ingredients. Yeah. So like w- one of the things like we do chicken is really fairly easy. commonly is we cook a, like a large amount of chicken, mm-hmm. like cook a whole chicken, eat it fresh, that initial meal, but then for a subsequent meal later in the week, maybe dice up a bunch of the remaining chicken to make chicken salad or something. Right, or, or throw it on nachos or yeah, in exactly. burritos or yep. however you want to mm-hmm. repurpose it. Yeah. That is super helpful and can save you so much time yeah. when you have all that meat because meat takes up so much time to like prep it and cook it typically. Right. Yeah, you know? sure. So that's a good tip there. Um, anything else with our method? I think that covers it all. Oh, I was going to say one thing. Plan fun themed nights. So we go through seasons where we like to plan specific meals on a specific day. So typically you might have heard or or do yourself Friday night pizza night. Mm -hmm. So we've participated in that and that's been good. But what are some other ones that our family likes to do? We've done Taco Tuesdays Mm -hmm. at certain periods. What else? Uh, Waffle Wednesday. Oh, yeah. That's the other one. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. And so the thought is that you have a specific um, meal idea that you're going to do, and you don't even have to think about, like, what's for dinner on Wednesday. Oh, we're doing waffles. That's what it is. But you have the creative liberty and license to make those meals week to week different. Right. You know, like you can make what type of waffle are you making or toppings? Yeah. Or what's the side dish? Are you just Mm -hmm. doing eggs or is it like a little quiche quiche thing or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's funny. Said the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you can you can make it as easy as as easy as you want or get as fancy as you want and all the variations in between there. Yeah. So that can be really helpful. 
yeah as well you know the other thing we didn't really talk about so far is like getting the kids involved too i mean we talked a little bit about doing a kid favorite meal once a week or something Mm -hmm. but um that can be a big part of this to just keep your kids interested in what you're doing totally so you can get their opinion at the beginning of the week about a meal they might want Mm -hmm. for that kid favorite meal um but then you can help them kind of pick out ingredients when you're shopping even if it is a virtual shopping like yeah hey, what type of new fruit or vegetable do you want us to order today? Mm-hmm. Like how could we figure out how to use that? Mm-hmm. And then obviously getting them in the kitchen when you're prepping and stuff too is huge. So, Definitely. Yeah. Love it. Great idea. Awesome. Okay, we already mentioned I do grocery delivery or yeah. I pick up, I order on the, my we app. We highly recommend that. <laughs> Every week. I mean, there's not a lot of downside. You don't get to pick well, your produce, yeah. which sometimes can backfire, but a lot of the companies now will just reimburse you mm-hmm. if you feel like your produce doesn't meet up. And mm-hmm. so, um, and then every once in a while, the ingredients aren't available, so they'll substitute something for you. But and you can always say no to it. Yeah. But it's just stressful if it's like, I had something very specific planned with right. that. Right, and it was a main ingredient yeah. that you really needed. Now it's a bummer. Yeah. Right. So, but what um, about like the meal service companies where like you order a box and it comes with sure. the ingredients and a recipe or whatever? I think that sounds heavenly, but we've never done it. <laughs> so I don't I think know. Some of it is, it's, it seems like it's more expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's cheaper than eating out, but yes. it's, not, I mean, depends not where you go. Not that much cheaper though. Out. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, like if you get healthful, like fresh fruits and vegetables yeah. in a meal. Uh, probably cheaper than you would and at a restaurant. it could be a new way to learn a new way to cook something mm-hmm. or a new recipe. So Totally. And they have like kid – like we got a kid-themed box um, a few months ago, which was super fun and helped the kids like get engaged with cooking. It was it was kind of a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like I have to like prep myself. Like, yeah. okay, we're going to do this thing. I'm gonna but they be... loved it. Yeah, they did love it. It was really it. great. And so things like that can be really fun. I think also like when I was in training and we were super busy, some of my resident um, classmates who were single, they would utilize these services because they didn't have somebody else to cook for and they were working crazy hours. Yeah. And so it was like they had no motivation to mm-hmm. necessarily plan but if they could sign up for a program where the food was sent to them mm-hmm. then they'd go home after a long shift and be exhausted but they have something very specific waiting for them and they just and it's follow like motivation the yeah it's there it. i'm gonna use it yeah that's smart so i think for some um in some situations it can be really helpful totally you know we've throughout the years i've kind of done like a, a cheaper version of that um just to try and help with like decreasing the time that you're actually cooking on each weeknight where a group of my girlfriends and I, we all made like you chose one meal that you were going to make and you made, you know, seven Five servings. Yeah. Of it or however something. many people were doing it, you made that many servings or that many batches of it and you, you put it in freezer bags and then you all traded. So then you made one meal, you know, maybe eight, 10 times and you got 10 different meals to put in your freezer. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Those were fun, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because then you'd get to, it was somebody else's staple meal, but something you've never had before. And you could try it and and figure it all out. Yeah. One of the other things that we didn't talk about too is just like prep work. Mm -hmm. So like you you talked a lot about like planning and prepping like on a Sunday for the week, but sometimes like the the actual prep through the day can be helpful too. So that 
you know, when you get to dinner time, it's, you don't feel like you're still having to prep all the fresh fruits and vegetables and stuff for the meal. Like if you can do some of that at the beginning of the day to make your life easier at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So when you come home and you're like, okay, it's six o'clock, I got to have a meal ready in 30 minutes. All your veggies are already pre-cut in a bowl in the fridge and you just dump them on the pan and throw it in the oven. Yeah. Um, I hate like doing that. it in the morning, but like right. when it's cook time, I'm like, oh, so Heather, glad you're you the smartest right? person ever. <laughs> um, I really like to do that for like just quick grab veggies throughout the week too. Just have a bag of pre-cut stuff mm-hmm. and then you just grab a handful for the day. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, especially with, I mean, we're home all the time now <laughs> and whenever it's like always snack time. Right. And so like turning around every five minutes, not really follow a schedule, get on a feeding schedule, <laughs> but whenever it's a time to eat, you know, it would, it's so nice if I have those veggies like already cut cut carrots mm-hmm. and bell peppers and stuff so and then, you just throw them on a plate yep. here you go kids and then start yep. with those i'll get the rest of your lunch ready exactly you know? buys you some time mm-hmm. i love it and within that whole idea of like prepping and setting yourself up for the week when a friend of mine several years ago like i feel like in that that residency life stage when <laughs> the boys were really little um I just remember this friend spoke these words to me and it was so kind of her. And I feel like it gave me a lot of freedom where she just said something along the lines of like, you know, you're doing so much. We're all doing so much as moms, like whatever you can do to like make your life easier. We don't need to feel guilty about that. And so like at that time I was trying to make like new fresh meals, like a new recipe every single day or like more than more often than not. Right. Um, and she's like, don't do that. Like, you know, if you want, maybe make a a brand new recipe, like once a month, if you want to do that, but like do spaghetti, that's fine. You can do it multiple times a week, you know, like we are like, buy your salads bagged. Yes. Like, so you don't have to cut up all the veggies on top of your lettuce. Buy cut pre-cut butternut squash. Who ever wants to peel and cut butternut squash? Right. It's terrible. If it's already bagged for you. Yes. Yeah. Do that and like use frozen uh, fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Use canned fruits and vegetables. Like that is helpful and will make your life so much easier. Yeah. But sure. hearing someone say that to me really helped um, me take the pressure off of myself. So if that is you or you feel that pressure in your own life, you have the freedom and permission from me (laughs) to now let it go. You're welcome. (laughs) Let it go. Love it. Just take it away. I'm done. Awesome. Well, okay. Any, any other last minute thoughts? No, I'm kind of hungry though now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking about all of that. So yeah, those were in a nutshell, some of our best secrets for meal planning and making your life easier. Hopefully it helps in one way or another and like we said yeah and the other thing is like if you're listening to this and you have other tips or tricks that like we didn't talk about share them with us please because you can always use more in your repertoire of cooking and prepping Mm -hmm. so find us on social media and let us know the types of tips and tricks you guys do yeah or you're here right now listening to this podcast right so jump on subscribe and leave us a review yeah, and in your review, you could say, this is how I love to meal plan. Mm-hmm. I add this in too, or whatever you do. Yeah, but really, really, we do helpful. need the reviews because it does help our information get out to more people. So Yeah, people see us when you review. Review us, review us, please. All right, so before we go, we like to end our 
talks here by answering a table topic card. Which are available on our website. Mm-hmm. So. There's over 100 questions that we made for you to use with your family during mealtime. Can help take the pressure off of what you're eating or how many bites you think your toddler needs to have. And instead focus on fun um, connecting questions with each other. Cool. All so right. what's our question? Here's our question. If you could travel in time, where would you want to go? Oh, wow. Do you have something in mind? I do. Uh, I was trying to think of like a time period and trying to be all like full of culture. <laughs> sure. But here's my answer. Okay. And it's real. Yeah. I would want to travel to 2019. What happened in 2019? There was no freaking COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm kind of over this and I want it to be done. I feel like it's much better than it was even six months ago, but... Yeah, it's the best it's been in a year. Yeah, and I but. should be grateful. But if you're asking me where I want to go in any time, I would like to return to life prior to all of this. Huh. What um, about you? I don't know. I I guess I think about like big sporting events or things that would you have been would. awesome to be at. Mm-hmm. Like the earthquake in uh, Oakland, that one. Like in the 80s when yeah, there was Yeah, we watched the a documentary series. about it. I don't it. remember what year that was, but... <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. 86 or something, because that was the I mean, year I'm ever. a Dodgers fan, so being at the 88 World Series would have been cool. Being at last year's World I was gonna Series, say. I mean, it was just short season and there weren't fans, but if I could have traveled back in time and sneak into the stadium, that would have been cool to experience. You could have been there. I mean, there were people there. They were just, like, important people. <laughs> so you'd have to, like... I would time travel and become important <laughs> all go. in one trip. All I right, guys. It. Thanks for joining us. Have a good day. Adios. Are you stressed about mealtime in your house? Do you feel overwhelmed with knowing what to feed and if your child will eat it? Maybe mealtimes end in battles, or maybe you just have a child that's suddenly becoming picky in what he eats and you don't know what to do. Friend, we feel you. We used to be in the same situation, and we want to let you know that mealtimes and feeding your family doesn't have to stay this way. We want you to join our family feeding coaching. We walk you through six weeks of our signature steps to move you from frustrated to feeding with freedom and grace. During those six weeks, you'll get one-on-one support, video and book resources, recipes, and fun tools to help change the dynamics of mealtime in your home. Go to the link in our show notes to schedule your discovery call today. It's free, and you get a chance to talk with me, Heather, the dietitian. I'll answer all the questions you might have about this program, and we can see if family feeding coaching would be a good fit for your family. Are you nervous to introduce some of the common allergen foods to your young child? Are you worried that they could have an allergic reaction to a new ingredient? Go check out Ready, Set, Food for a safe alternative on how to introduce the most common allergen foods to your infant or young child. There's more information in our show notes, including an affiliate link for how to shop their products. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Doctor and the Dietitian podcast. Check out our episode notes for more information about items we discussed in this episode. Also, remember to subscribe, comment, and share our podcast with your friends and family. For more information about our available services and to join our community, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Doctor and the Dietitian. And check out our website at the Doctor and the Dietitian.
while we continually make an effort to share with you correct and the most up-to-date information, we admit that we're still learning, and probably will always be learning. We double-check all of our facts, but realize that nutrition and medicine are constantly changing art and science. Other dietitians and physicians may have a different way of doing things. We're simply presenting our views on these topics in order to help you. By listening to this podcast, accessing our social media, or viewing our website and products, we are not establishing a patient-doctor relationship or a client-dietitian relationship, and therefore we are not specifically diagnosing or treating any conditions specifically with you in mind. We do recommend that you consult with your own physician, your child's pediatrician, and or a dietitian for your specific individual needs. This disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to our podcast, social media, website, or products, and our opinions do not necessarily reflect the views of our employers.